from the historic Loretto Abbey Chapel. With the kind cooperation of the Toronto Catholic District School Board, the National Catholic Broadcasting Council presents The Daily TV Mass. Welcome to the celebration of the Daily TV Mass. I'm Monsignor Robert Nuska. The televising of this Mass is made possible by the contributions from our donors. The first is Noreen Crosby and family from Don Mills, Ontario, in memory of her husband Richard, and for the living and deceased members of the O'Connor and Crosby families. Also for improved health for herself and for the souls in purgatory. The second is an anonymous donor from Sault Ste. Marie, Ontario, in loving memory of her husband Roger, the return of her two sons to the faith, and for the well-being of the residents of the great Northern Retirement Home. The daily TV Mass ministry is made possible by the generous contributions of all our donors, and in a special way, our monthly donors. We offer our community prayers for those in our daily TV Mass prayer intentions book, especially those who are suffering in mind, body, or spirit, that they may find relief and healing through Christ. Our thanks to our donors for the gift of this Mass. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the communion of the Holy Spirit be with you all. And with your spirit. To celebrate worthily now the mystery of our faith, let us call to mind our sins and ask the Lord for pardon and for strength. You were sent to heal the contrite of heart. Lord, have mercy. Lord, have mercy. You came to call sinners. Christ, have mercy. Christ, have mercy. You are seated at the right hand of the Father to intercede for us. Lord, have mercy. Lord, have mercy. May Almighty God have mercy on us, forgive us our sins, and bring us to everlasting life. Amen. Let us pray. Grant, Lord God, that we, your servants, may rejoice in unfailing health of mind and body, and through the glorious intercession of Blessed Mary, ever-Virgin, may we be set free from present sorrow and come to enjoy eternal happiness. Through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, God forever and ever. Amen. A reading from the letter to the Hebrews. Through Jesus Christ, let us continually offer a sacrifice of praise to God, that is, the fruit of lips that confess his name. Do not neglect to do good and to share what you have, for such sacrifices are pleasing to God. Obey your leaders and submit to them, for they are keeping watch over your souls and will give an account. Let them do this with joy and not with sighing, for that would be harmful to you. Now may the God of peace, who brought back from the dead our Lord Jesus, the great shepherd of the sheep, by the blood of the eternal covenant, make you complete in everything good so that you may do his will, working among us that which is pleasing in his sight, through Jesus Christ, to whom be the glory forever and ever. Amen. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. shepherd there is nothing I shall want the Lord is my shepherd 
I shall not want. He makes me lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside still waters. He restores my soul. The Lord is my shepherd. There is nothing I shall want. He leads me in right paths for his name's sake. Even though I walk through the darkest valley, I fear no evil. For you are with me, your rod and your staff, they comfort me. The Lord is my shepherd, there is nothing I shall want. You prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. You anoint my head with oil, my cup overflows. The Lord is my shepherd, there is nothing I shall want. Alleluia, Alleluia, Alleluia. Alleluia, Alleluia, Alleluia. My sheep listen to my voice, says the Lord. I know them and they follow me. Alleluia, Alleluia, Alleluia. The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Mark. Glory to you, Lord. After returning from their first mission, the apostles gathered around Jesus and told him all that they had done and taught. He said to them, Come away to a deserted place all by yourselves and rest a while. For many were coming and going, and they had no leisure even to eat. And they went away in the boat to a deserted place by themselves. Now many saw them going and recognized them, and they hurried there on foot from all the towns and arrived ahead of them. As Jesus went ashore, he saw a great crowd, and he had compassion for them, because they were like sheep without a shepherd, and he began to teach them many things. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. today's gospel, we find uh, St. Mark describing for us the 12 apostles returning to Jesus and gathering around him after he had commissioned them to go out two by two in order to preach and to heal. And as we've heard, 
so many continue to approach the apostles for help that they are somewhat overwhelmed. For this reason, Jesus says to them, come away with me to a deserted place for a while and rest. Now, when they arrive at this deserted place, the crowds have gone there ahead of them. And so the Lord now moved by great compassion begins to teach the crowds, as Mark tells us, for they were like sheep without a shepherd. And I think a number of things emerge for our reflection. First of all, today's gospel leads us to reflect on the great importance of making time for prayer, for spiritual renewal, of setting time aside, time away with Jesus, so to speak, to find rest in God amid our busy schedules. Yet when we reflect on this need to cultivate the spiritual life today, we're speaking of a reality that has become, for many people, a sort of hidden, if not a lost treasure. A great theologian, spiritual writer from the past century, Hans Urs von Balthasar, once observed that most of us, at one time or another, have had the feeling that somewhere close by there lies a hidden treasure. If only we knew where to find it. If only we knew how to dig it up. Did the gospel speak to us of the treasure hidden in the field? Also of the pearl of great price, the kingdom of heaven, the holy city, the new Jerusalem, and so forth. All of these images speak to us about that Christian ultimate reality to which we are called to fare forward, to fare upward in the life of the Spirit, but not without first faring inward through the life of prayer, contemplation, and indeed the mystical life. This ultimate reality with its mutually illuminating external and internal dimensions gives meaning and gives shape to our daily life in this world. But like the first apostles, too often we may be overcome by the demands of everyday life. Too often we may be distracted. We may neglect the interior life. Perhaps we are too self-absorbed, too focused on ourselves. Once again, as von Balthasar adds, the birds of the air have eaten the seed that was sown. Once again, the thorns and the weeds of everyday life have choked it. Once again, we haven't dug far enough to reach the hidden treasure. Perhaps we've given up too easily in our search for the pearl of great price, and all that remains is a vague feeling of regret. The apostles show us in today's gospel that, yes, the Christian life of holiness involves a life of service, loving service of others, as we respond to this call of our Lord to follow him. But it requires the cultivation of the interior life. Here, St. Paul reminds us we have a treasure in earthen vessels, a treasure in earthen vessels. This treasure is that place within our being, in our innermost self, where God waits for us. If only, again, we would stop and rest for a while in a quiet place with Jesus. Elsewhere in the Gospel of John, our Lord speaks in terms of the fountain or spring of living water, stating clearly that whoever drinks the water that I will give will never thirst, for the water that I give will become a spring of water dwelling up to eternal life. A spiritual writer from the last century takes up this imagery of the spring and the stream, underscoring the importance of now trying to find a balance between prayer and action, the contemplative life and the active life. The spring, of course, symbolizing prayer, contemplation, the renewing powers of the life of the Spirit. The waters of this living spring renew us. They give us life. But the gospel show us that the waters of the spring of life also want to flow outward as a stream of good actions. Prayer without the stream of good works, acts of kindness, the loving service especially of the poor, the suffering, the aged, this leaves something lacking. Conversely, 
our Lord's words to the apostles caution against this relentless stream of activity, one that ignores the need for the regenerative waters, the living waters of the spiritual life, this time spent with Jesus in prayer. So we need time then to rediscover the power, the beauty of prayer, seeking within ourselves that silence where God waits to speak with us as he calls us, his disciples, to a renewed life of the Spirit. And so to be able to bring the peace, the mercy, the love of Christ to others, again, especially the poor, the sick, and the aged. Here, Pope Benedict XVI once wrote that certainly, as the Lord tells us, one can become a source from which rivers of living water flow. Yet to become such a source, one must constantly renew, I'm sorry, must drink anew from the original source, which is Jesus Christ, from whose pierced heart flows the love of God. St. Pope John Paul II adds that prayer develops a conversation with Christ, which makes us his intimate friends. Indeed, Jesus himself indicates in the Gospel of John, abide in me and I in you. Here, John Paul points to the example of the great saints, the mystics of the church, and yet all of this today seems to be more and more countercultural. This seems to be more important, at least on this eve of the so-called fourth industrial revolution, amid so much talk of a great reset. Now with the advent of virtual reality, of artificial intelligence, if we're creating a world without God, in which there are those who would substitute God's created universe with an artificial virtual metaverse, what happens to the human person created in the image and likeness of God? Call to everlasting life, call to the spiritual life, to holiness, to life with the angels and the saints in the world to come. Someone once said that where there's no God, there's no humanity either. In a world without God, how will we help others to seek and to find that pearl of great price, this hidden treasure? In an era marked by what one author refers to as the erasure of God from human experience, this becomes a great challenge. There's a great need to spend time with the Lord in prayer, to go to this quiet place, rest with him for a while, so that we, again, may be renewed in the spirit and grow stronger in the life of holiness on our road toward everlasting life. Ultimately, we need to spend time in that quiet place where we may be with the Lord through private prayer, meditation on scripture, through Eucharistic adoration, through the sacramental life of the church, especially the Eucharist. In so doing, we develop and strengthen our relationship with Christ. Again, Benedict XVI observes that it is Christ himself who is the treasure. Communion with Christ is the pearl of great price. Finally, on our, Lord's, uh, on our Lady's Saturday, let us pray for the intercession of Mary, the Mother of God. She is for us the great model of contemplation, the contemplative life, indeed the great model for us in the life of faith. From the Annunciation to Good Friday, from Easter Sunday to the Ascension, Mary always shows us how to say yes to God, to say yes to God in every circumstance. Mary shows us how to remain attentive to the Word of God amid the many demands of everyday life. She shows us how to keep our eyes focused on God and on Christ, that we may always say yes to what God is asking us in our daily life. And so, as we continue to celebrate this Mass, let us pray for the intercession of Mary, the Mother of God, that we may have the graces to meet the many demands of the daily life without overlooking the life of prayer. Let us pray that God may grant us the grace to experience his own love and mercy where we most need it in our lives. 
Let us pray that we may always be attentive to our journey of growth in the life of faith. And let us pray for the grace to be transformed by our encounters with Christ, especially in the Eucharist, that we may become his own living reflection to those around us, to so many around us who today are like sheep without a shepherd. Let us now make our prayers and petitions to God in heaven, asking him to hear and to answer our prayers. We pray for the universal church, for unity among Christians throughout the world, and for peace among nations. We pray to the Lord. Lord, hear our prayer. For those in the Daily TV Mass community who have asked to be included in our prayer intentions book, especially those who are suffering in mind, body, or spirit, that they may find relief and healing through Christ, we pray to the Lord. Lord, hear our prayer. For all those intentions that we remember now in the silence of our own hearts. For these intentions, we pray to the Lord. Lord, hear our prayer. Heavenly Father, we ask you to hear these prayers that we've made and those that remain deep within our hearts, for we make them all through Christ our Lord. Amen. Blessed are you, Lord, God of all creation, for through your goodness we receive the bread we offer you, fruit of the earth, the work of human hands, it will become for us the bread of life. Blessed be God when we come to share in divinity of Christ, to humble himself, to share in our humanity. Blessed are you, Lord, God of all creation, for through your goodness we receive the wine we offer you, fruit of the vine, the work of human hands, it will become our spiritual drink. Blessed be God forever. Receive us to be pleased with the sacrifice that we offer you with humble and contrite hearts. Pray, brothers and sisters, that my sacrifice and yours may be acceptable to God, the Almighty Father. May the Lord accept the sacrifice at your hands for the praise and glory of his name, for our good and good of all this holy church. Receive, O Lord, we ask the prayers of your people with the sacrificial offerings that through the intercession of Blessed Mary, the mother of your Son, no petition may go unanswered and no request be made in vain. We ask this through Christ our Lord. Amen. The Lord be with you. With your spirit. Lift up your hearts. Lift them up to the Lord. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It is right and just. It is truly right and just, our duty and our salvation, to praise your mighty deeds in the exaltation of all the saints, especially as we celebrate the memory of the Blessed Virgin Mary, to proclaim your kindness as we echo her thankful hymn of praise. For truly, even to the earth's ends, you have done great things and extended your abundant mercy from age to age. When you looked upon the lowliness of your handmaid, you gave us through her the author of our salvation, your Son, Jesus Christ, our Lord. Through him, the host of angels adores your majesty and rejoices in your presence forever. May our voices, we pray, join with theirs in one chorus of exultant praise as we acclaim. Holy, holy, holy Lord God of hosts, heaven and earth are full of your glory. Holy 
Hosanna in the highest. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Hosanna in the highest. You are indeed holy, O Lord, the fount of all holiness. Make holy, therefore, these gifts, we pray, by sending down your Spirit upon them like the dewfall, so that they may become for us the body and blood of our Lord Jesus Christ. For at the time he was betrayed and entered willingly into his passion, he took bread and, giving thanks, broke it and gave it to his disciples, saying, Take this, all of you, and eat of it, for this is my body, which will be given up for you. In a similar way, when supper was ended, he took the chalice, and once more giving thanks, he gave it to his disciples, saying, Take this, all of you, and drink from it, for this is the chalice of my blood, the blood of the new and eternal covenant, which will be poured out for you and for many for the forgiveness of sins. Do this in memory of me. The mystery of faith. We proclaim your death, O Lord, and profess your resurrection until you come again. Therefore, as we celebrate the memorial of his death and resurrection, we offer you, Lord, the bread of life and the chalice of salvation giving thanks that you have held us worthy to be in your presence and to minister to you. Humbly we pray that partaking of the body and blood of Christ, we may be gathered into one by the Holy Spirit. Remember, Lord, your church spread throughout the world and bring her to the fullness of charity, together with Francis, our Pope, Thomas, our Bishop, and all the clergy. Remember also our brothers and sisters who have fallen asleep in the hope of the resurrection, and all who have died in your mercy, welcome them into the light of your face. Have mercy on us all, we pray, that with the Blessed Virgin Mary, Mother of God, with Blessed Joseph, her spouse, with the Blessed Apostles, and all the saints who have pleased you throughout the ages, we may merit to be co-heirs to eternal life and may praise and glorify you through your Son, Jesus Christ. Through him and with him and in him, O God, Almighty Father, in the unity of the Holy Spirit, all glory and honor is yours forever and ever. Amen, amen, amen. At the Savior's command, informed by divine teaching, we dare to say, Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done 
on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us. Deliver us, Lord, we pray, from every evil. Graciously grant peace in our days, that by the help of your mercy, we may be always free from sin and safe from all distress as we await the blessed hope and the coming of our Savior, Jesus Christ. The kingdom, the power, and the glory are yours. Lord Jesus Christ, who said to your apostles, Peace I leave you, my peace I give you. Look not on our sins, but on the faith of your Church, and graciously grant her peace and unity in accordance with your will, who live and reign forever and ever. Amen. The peace of the Lord be with you always. And with your spirit. Let us extend to those around us a sign of the peace of Christ. Lamb of God, you take away the sins of the world. Have mercy on us. Lamb of God, you take away the sins of the world. Have mercy on us. Lamb of God, you take away the sins of the world. Grant us peace. Behold the Lamb of God, behold him who takes away the sins of the world. Blessed are those called to the supper of the Lamb. Please join me now in this act of spiritual communion. My Jesus, I believe that you are present in the Blessed Sacrament. I love you above all things, and I desire you in my soul. Since I cannot now receive you sacramentally, come spiritually into my heart, as though you were already there. I embrace you and unite myself wholly to you, Permit not that I should ever be separated from you. Amen. Let us pray. As we receive this heavenly sacrament, we beseech, O Lord, your mercy, that we who rejoice in commemorating the Blessed Virgin Mary may by imitating her serve worthily the mystery of our redemption through Christ our Lord. Amen. The Lord be with you. With your spirit. May Almighty God bless you, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Go forth. The Mass is ended. Thanks be to God. Our thanks to our donors for the gift of this Mass.